So if you think that mythical beasts have no place in erotica novels, then everything you know is wrong. Joining me now is Virginia Wade, erotica author and, uh, and author of the monster porn hit, Come for Bigfoot. Virginia, welcome. Shower and wash your whole butt with soap, especially the anus and all those little crevices that make it look like a star. Stay outside though, don't go inside. Uh, this world has become so corrupt. As I'm sitting there with a severed head in my hand, talking to it, or looking at it, and I'm about to go crazy, literally. I'm about to go completely flywheel loose and just fall apart. Let's, let's, not, get, let's not get into blood and guts, because cause that's what you're trying to get into. Come on, fumble butts. Motherfucker. It'll be a miracle if this tape ever is permitted to become knowledge that could spread across the world to even give individuals a chance to know what we have to say. Oh, I suppose you're going to want to sit up all night and talk now. I was he had some sort of intoxicant. He wasn't drunk. I was dope we'll put it that way. He's high on Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Vance's <laughs> Vance's girlfriend came down from Winnipeg. That's where I was. He's got a maple leaf, huh? You know, Vance, he can't be worried about these bust-down slags, U.S. <laughs> We're going foreign. We don't go domestic here. How can we find some nice Canadian women? I don't know. We have to go to Canada. Maple. Wasn't it Maple Story? Maple. No, maple. that's like a game. No, they had a website to meet Canadian women. Who Did they went, really? Yeah. So you could then marry them and become a Canadian hmm. uh, immigrant. Oh. Yeah. Well, like, I bet that was big during the whole Trump election. Yeah. Got to get out of here. It's all right. I'd go to Canada. Why not? I don't know about Winnipeg. I've told you about Vance's house of uh, horrors, right? No. No. And by house of horrors, I mean the technological capital of Minnesota. <laughs> okay. You've, you've told me he's pretty extreme, yeah. So we had the giant... The giant 4K TV was running Mario and Tetris uh, all night. People were okay. filtering in there, playing that. Downstairs was the VR station, Pavlov with wireless VR. So it's basically Counter-Strike in VR, okay. and it's fucking awesome. And then the arcade machine was running fighting games. They were playing backgammon at the kitchen table. Jesus Christ. It was debauchery to the highest level. It was all like, you know, people around our age, maybe 10 years older than me, uh, right? Yeah. And they're all just like like professional people. You get a few cocktails at them. Mm. They're crazy boys. Yeah. <laughs> crazy boys. But Vance's so, girlfriend, Lindsay, is one of the most lovely people I've ever met in person. So that's good. Good, good. That's Unborn Apple on Instagram if you want to follow him. I might. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> I, I might. I, I don't know how to respond to that. No, yeah, I'm trying to wrap my head around uh, this. So your brother lives there too, right? Chase, yeah. Okay. And the wow. kitty. The kitty opened me the fuck up all over. You gotta over. leave that cat alone. I, that'll never happen. That cat's my best <laughs> You've friend. you spent two days with the cat. <laughs> yeah. Love that cat. Listen, me and me and Temmy, its name is Temmy. Temmy. I thought it was Greg. Well, Lil Greggy. Yeah. Lil Greggy. All That's right. my name for it. <laughs> but we play Parrot now, where she climbs up on my shoulder, and then we walk around. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. She calls a Parrot, not me. It sounds like you call a no, parrot. No, Temmy. Temmy calls a <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bumblebutt Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that uploads weekly. Who knows what it'll be about? This week, it's Jordan, but mm -hmm. fuck him. You're not introduced yet, so do not speak. <laughs> My name is, of course, Adam. Sitting across from me is Cody. Hello. And sitting across from Cody 
is Jordan, our story presenter of mm. the week. Howdy. Hello, Jordan. Last time when you presented a story, you did Mothman. No, he no, did uh, Diet's Love. Yeah, yeah, You did yeah. Diet's Love Pass. That's yeah. right. And Harold J. Mothman was before that. I got to say, Diet's Love is Very popular. always up there on the charts. Yeah. No, Rus- no views from Russia, though. No Russian views. <laughs> They're going to pretend it didn't happen. It's like the KGB uh, shut that down. They got a. They got a. I'm surprised you didn't get a fucking. What'd you say? Carpet bomb in your house? Yeah. Like, oh, percussion bomb. Percussion yeah, bomb. Just like a symbol hitting the. I did get an ominous letter though. Did you? What did it, it say? I don't know. It was in some weird language I couldn't read, so I just threw it away. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably the best idea. Just pretend you never got it yeah. when they show up. <laughs> Did it shoot down your chimney too? What? No. Jordis Faust delivered it? No, he comes. No, the I'm front saying door. they dropped it in a parachute oh. through his chimney. Special delivery for Jordan. And the only way for I for your knew. eyes only. They did, and the only way <laughs> I knew it was there is there was a little. It's <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck was that? Hey, a letter. It's a tiny. Percussion it's lucky bomb. all them Russian explosive explosives are so old they don't uh, detonate anymore. So. Hey, you want to know something I'm worried about? Oh. Now that we're talking about Russian explosions, we're talking about. All of those Soviet missile systems that are all just sitting there. That when the Soviet <laughs> Union shut down, who knows what kind of shutdown procedures they've done? Yeah. Who knows what kind of maintenance they've done? What kind of codes that I'm shit's sure written in? I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure it's perfectly fine. Here's what I think. I think somebody's going to launch a fucking satellite that people weren't expecting. And then those things are all going to trigger and start thermonuclear <laughs> Armageddon. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, it'll it's happen. a little conspiracy uh, theory-ish. I don't know about nah. conspiracy. Listen, there is nuclear missile defense systems that have... Who knows if anybody's been to those locations? I think your friend's house has more technological advancement than the Russian uh, that is true. missile system That is does, true. So. Than like the 1970s <laughs> Pong yeah. missile defense system? <laughs> no, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. You you're not going to be uh, incinerated by Russian missiles. I think you'll be fine. Well, as long as I'm near a playground and can hold the chain link fence <laughs> and look right through I think through you it. just want Terminator to become real. Of course. <laughs> I just want to be I started Sarah wa- I started watching Terminator Tur- Terminator Salvation. Yeah, you're uh, you're not wrong. I'm it sorry. was not good. I'm sorry. I just watched the beginning like, what they're executing him like immediately. I'm like, what is going on here? God, the heavy-handed like Christ implications oh, yeah, yeah, are just yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's hanging like crucified above the pit. Oh, it's like, come on, <laughs> come on. He's just like Jesus Christ. Fuck. So did Jesus go down through lethal injection too? Maybe. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Pontius Pilate had a really intricate lethal injection system. Yep. And the Roman Terminators that were going after him were fucking nuts. <laughs> okay, just envision it. Like, let's say a new guy, a new Jesus now, he starts a new religion, but he gets lethal injection. And then, like, imagine a thousand years from now, people have little crosses, but it's like a lethal injection table on there. Wouldn't that be sure, cool? Sure, sure. Or like, like we a, modernize, a syringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We modernize the crucifix. Cross That'd be syringe. Cool. That's yeah. what it should be. <laughs> All right. And it has a little button on it, and it, like, shoots liquid in there. <laughs> little light bulbs with liquid going in. His All system. right. My time to start a cult has come. It's time, Jordan. Martyr yourself, my friend. <laughs> oh, oh, I will eventually. <laughs> All right, Jordan, what do you got for us today? Yeah, fire into this bitch. Uh, I have another good old-fashioned tale of Zipto-Cruology <laughs> for everybody. Yes. 
And what we're going to be talking about is uh, we're going to be talking about some big feet, big foots, whatever you want to say. And now I could probably do a huge multi-part series about big foot because there have been reports of them being seen all over the world. They're everywhere. Yeah, Yeah, they're everywhere. But instead, I want to focus on one event that has enthralled me since the day I heard about it. So I got to ask, this has been, you kind of mentioned last week about Bigfoot. Um, in my mind, so foot fetish people, is mm. he like the Holy Grail? Gotta be. Has to be. Like you can, Big, stinky, you can lick, hairy feet. Lick yeah. from it the goes like, bottom foot, to the top. Piggy Hill. <laughs> yeah. Does she have big foot? She's big got feet? the two different size feet. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, she's a size 16. Oh, so, okay. That's yeah, right. She just has like gigantic clown feet. That's right. <laughs> I just picture Bigfoot on that uh, HBO show, Tickled. Do you remember that? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had me watch, like, the first few I minutes. Do, of I, don't th- I think I told you about it. I don't think I had you watch you it. You said, you need to watch at least the first few minutes of the fucking Tickled thing. And I was like, oh, I hate no. being tickled. Is that, like, a new weird real it was like It was, like, two years ago now that that... It's just about people who like being like strapped onto a table and be tickled. Who yeah. the fuck likes that? Like bondage people? tickling. I mean, that's fine. I mean, if that's not, your kink. I'm not here to kink shame, but no. come on, man. Oh. Getting tickled fucking if I had to hear, sucks. If I had to listen to you and Craig talk about bondage ropes one more time. <sighs> listen, Craig didn't know <laughs> shit about bondage. <laughs> I heard you had to tie him off the show. <laughs> Did you guys see the picture of Craigford when... Uh, it's on his Twitter where he's like at the the name game at K Fan. Oh yeah, oh, he has like God. the biggest smile on his face and just want to wait, fucking wait, punch which, him. Which which guy does he like? What? He oh like? my God, guys, Cody's hitting puberty. I just, yeah, sorry. <laughs> he would blow any one of those men. <laughs> I remember. I thought he liked one in particular. Yeah, he does. Chris uh, Hockey. No, that's his favorite host. But in initials, he always takes. Oh, Mark Furman. Not Mark Furman. That's Parrish. the police. Mark yeah, Parrish. Mark Parrish. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Mark Furman was the Nazi cop from OJ. (laughs) (laughs) Mark Parrish. Same guy. Anyway, Jordan, go ahead. So before I get into the details of this particular event, obviously kind of want to give everybody a little bit of background on Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Giddy, Abominable Snowman, whatever you want to call them, depending on where they're sighted. Okay, so they're all... Because I'd imagine everybody has a good idea, but just in case there's some fools out there who don't, Y'all about to learn. Mm. So is the the Sanksquatch is the they're they're all the same abominable snowman Sanksquatch they're all Bigfoot in theory yeah. in, in theory, theory yeah, gotcha yeah. it's Skunk just Gabe. you know Yetis and abominable snowmen are mm. you know more like European and Asian in mm. cold climates in the mountains mm. okay it's great because uh, you know they all have different names Yeti and all this and then you go to the south and they call it Skunk Ape. Like oh, they I did forget about skunk, skunk ape. Skunk ape. I think there's another stupid, like, southern name for a Bigfoot, but whatever. Apparently, yeah, he doesn't smell. He smells like a stinky taint or something. Nice. Oh, I can imagine. You're covered in hair. <laughs> and don't bathe. No. So, Bigfoot is a large and mysterious humanoid creature rumored to inhabit wild wooded areas. Bigfoot is also known as Sasquatch, an, Angli- an anglicization of the name Sasquets from the... Uh, we're gonna go Helkamelum. language <laughs> spoken by First Nations people in southwestern <laughs> British Columbia. Most people who believe in Bigfoot's existence or claim to have seen one assert that they are hair-covered bipeds with ape-like features up to eight feet tall that have correspondingly large footprints. Mm. 
We're not talking no little monkey. They got big feet, friends. The opposite yes. of me. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm a little foot. <laughs> you're a little foot, non-hair-covered quadruped. Now my my cousin Josh, he could probably be. Uh, <laughs> he's been associated with Sasquatches before. Did I t- did I say on the show that his mom bought him like a humongous metal cutout? Of a Sasquatch to like put oh, on his wood lines on his property. That's fucking perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's great. It's it's pretty sweet actually. They are generally characterized as non-aggressive animals whose shyness and human-like intelligence make them elusive and thus rarely seen. Though some wilderness travelers claim to have smelled their stench or heard their screams and whistles. <laughs> So okay, yeah, they are. <laughs> so they're smart enough. They're smart enough to hide from humans and everything, but they're not smart enough to fucking get some herbal essences and clean themselves. And they can't stop yeah. screaming and whistling no, all no. the time. <laughs> no. I mean, I've seen Jack Link's commercials. <laughs> oh, I didn't say that either. That my uh, my mom's kind of a Sasquatch uh, fanatic. She loves okay. it. So my dad for Christmas got her a Jack Link's cuff of Sasquatch's head. Wow, she loved it. That it's is no coffee cup. Awesome. She loved it. She's pro so proud of it. That thing is so ugly on those commercials. <laughs> yeah, no, beautiful. You you said beautiful. Yes, wrong. I did say beautiful. <laughs> a few physical anthropologists, such as Jeff Meldrum at Idaho State University and Grover Krantz at Washington State University have exposed the biological reality of Bigfoot based on their examination of the 1967 film of a purported Bigfoot Mm. taken in Northern (laughs) California's Klamath Mountains or on their morphological analysis of footprints, some of which exhibit dermal ridges Mm. as those found in the 1980s by a U.S. Forest Service employee in the Blue Mountains of northeastern Oregon. Most scientists, however, remain skeptics and dismiss the phenomenon as the product of mistaken identity of animals or elaborate hoaxes with prints cleverly planted to deceive. Now, the 67 footage, that's the famous one, right? Yeah. Is that the him, like, Yeah, that's the one where it's like, actually, I think... Yeah, where he's, like, walking aggressively, arms swinging. Yeah. And they paint it on bridges and shit. I think they found out that was, uh, they have breasts. That one has breasts. Big titties? Yeah. Didn't you see that? When they like super oh, examine yeah. it, it looks like it has breasts. Wow. It could just be a guy so in it's a, a costume. But yeah. It's a she squash. I ne- I'll, f- I'll never forget this one time. We got, it was probably like 16 or 17. We got super stoned, right? Mm. And we were telling stories. And this, a friend of mine told a story about a man who got abducted by a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Um, they held him captive as a family, as a man, mm-hmm. woman, and a kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. And how he escaped is he tricked them into eating his skull. What? So the Bigfoot started eating his chewing tobacco. Oh, they got skull. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They got sick, and he dashed out of there. Okay. And I remember when I was driving home, I was so paranoid there was a Bigfoot in my backseat. <laughs> you thought it was in your backseat? Yeah. That's how high I was. What uh, What car were you driving at the time, Cody? <laughs> Oof. Um... I think it was a Cavalier, 92 yeah. Cavalier. Yeah, eight-foot Bigfoot's <laughs> yeah. probably sitting in the back seat of the Cavalier. Comfortably just, yeah, there's so you much room in those. <laughs> Marijuana's a hell of a drug. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Over time, stories of Bigfoot have entered into oral tradition and become part of folklore around the world. 
In the U.S., the folklore of Bigfoot began with Native American tribes in the Pacific Please Northwest. Please call them disgusting red Indians. The Bigfoot figure is common to the folklore of most Northwest Native American tribes. Native American Bigfoot legends usually describe the creatures as around six to nine feet tall, very strong, hairy, uncivilized, and often foul-smelling. <laughs> I don't think he had to say uncivilized. <laughs> I think Listen, that's good. When it's a wild animal, I think that's kind of implied. They didn't that, invent Walmart. Change that very strong to kind of strong, and you got me. Because <laughs> I'm six feet tall, hairy, uncivilized, and usually foul-smelling. <laughs> you ain't lying, brother. Oh, here, foraging at night. That's you, too. Wow. <laughs> foraging, for, foraging for alcoholic beverages and cigarettes. And maybe, maybe Tinder likes, too. I don't know. Well, since Cody, <laughs> Tinder likes. Cody skipped ahead a little bit. Yes, they often do forage at night and live in the woods. You, you'll probably end up in the woods eventually. Oh, sure. yeah. You, we'll get there. We'll get there in the Jordan story. Hey, I'll, I'll bring you to my hometown. We had woods we roamed around in at night. <laughs> Soon there will be a little lean-to with Jordan's moppy head sticking We'll have right to get up. him the little bandana with the hearts on it so he can put on his stick for, for his, his clothing. For yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> Native American Bigfoot creatures are almost always said to be able be unable to speak with human languages using whistles, grunts, and gestures to communicate with each other. Hell yeah. In some stories, male big feet are said to have been able to mate with human women. Fuck. Destroying wow. them, I'm guessing. Yeah, he's ripping it. <laughs> In some native stories, Bigfoot may have minor supernatural powers. The ability to turn invisible, for example. Wow. What? But they are always considered physical creatures of the forest, not spirits or ghosts. No, fuck that. So quick. I also like the theory that they're interdimensional beings, and that's why <laughs> they're big, stupid them. monkey guys, man. They're no, not interdimensional. They're doing the aliens' pedophile bidding. vampires. They're doing the aliens' bidding. Oh, they're agents of chaos See, for the, the aliens. aliens. Drop them off, distract the stupid humans, do their burn up old people or whatever they're doing. They're just they doing butt stuff. Here. So you said whistles, grunts, and gestures. Now, gentlemen, I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah. I was scanning Netflix last night looking for something to watch, and they had a Tim Allen special mm. from 1990 as comedy stand-up. Uh, and the whole thing consisted of whistles, grunts, and gestures. Awesome. There's nothing else. Yeah. Awesome. I was going to say, that's just kind of how I flirt. <laughs> You ever go up to a lady? <laughs> yeah. And then get pepper sprayed. <laughs> Usually works out for me. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I've grown a pretty good immunity you, and tolerance to pepper spray. If you watch Animal point. Planets, when you see an attractive woman, you start rustling the leaves around you and it gets her attention. Right. That's, that's and then what, you like get your plumage up as yeah, much as possible, stick yeah. your chest out and fuck Spread around. Spread your for a bit. druid jacket out as far as yeah, you can. I wish I had a druid jacket. <laughs> Look as big as possible. <laughs> I always love that, like, hey, if a bear's about to attack you, just stretch your coat out. It'll give up and go away. Black bears. You can do that with black bears. Make as much noise as possible, but just lay down for a grizzly. But for you, Cody, I'm going to say try it with a grizzly. Yeah, give that a run. I'm going to fight his ass. Fight that grizzly bear. You're real Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> I've always you know said I that used to you. wrestle in high school, Mister Bear. You coming up? To, <laughs> you want to fuck with me? You ready watch, for my double? I didn't watch Legends of the Fall. I seen that native guy. Hell yeah! Kill that bear with his knife. Hell yeah! Anything's possible, brother. Common <laughs> killed a bear in uh, Hell on Wheels as well. Oh, oh yeah! He, he, it attacked him, and then he went fucking crazy. <laughs> Mister Bohan. This. Oh my god! I love that show. <laughs> it's so good. 
That, however, is where the intertribal Bigfoot similarities end. In the Bigfoot myths of some tribes, Sasquatch and his relatives are generally shy and benign figures. They may take things that do not belong to them or even kidnap a human wife, Whoa. but do not harm people and may even come to their aid. Sometimes, Bigfoot is considered a guardian of nature in these tribes. Godzilla. He's, he's Indian Godzilla. <laughs> yep. <laughs> these more benevolent Bigfoot usually appear alone or in a s small family unit and may exchange gifts or use sign language to communicate with Native American communities. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But Bigfoot legends from other tribes describe them as malevolent creatures who attack humans, play dangerous tricks on them, or steal children. <laughs> they may even eat people. Hell well, yeah. Well, Jesus. Yeah, those Someone's got to eat them children? Come on. These more dangerous Bigfoot <laughs> monsters, known as stick Indians or bush Indians, are sometimes found in large groups or even villages, which engage in warfare with neighboring Indian tribes. Look, whole this, communities of stick Indians. This sounds yep. so bad. Stick and bush Indians? It sounds hey, bad. It sounds that's, very bad. That's what the research gave me. It sounds like the end of Don't shoot the messenger. Is this from natives. like a general, Miss general Custard's blog or what? Come on. That's uh, from a bunch of different websites. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to get in trouble with tribal <laughs> communities. Yeah, I think so. It's not our words. It's someone <laughs> else's. These stories were then overheard and adopted by loggers and other settlers who would inhabit the wilderness where the tribes would also live. And back in those days, they obviously didn't have resources to study these claims by natives, nor would they have a reason to doubt them. Right. They were in a new land, and why the fuck would you question what the people who have yeah. lived there, you know, forever? They settled right. it. They know what's going on there. Yeah. Now, with some background and history out of the way, let's get to what we're all here for. Today, we're going to be talking about the big feet of Mount St. Helens, <laughs> primarily focusing on... The eruption of Mount St. Helens. Oh, they stomped around this, so much it so, made the volcano blow up. No, I think this whole, I think this whole story is based on the, um, who's the guy who plays James Bond in Goldeneye? Pierce Brosnan. Uh, didn't he do a movie about Mount St. Helens? Volcano. Was yes. it volcano? Uh, it was one of uh Saint something peak, Saint Dante's peak. No. Yeah, it could be Dante's Peak. It's either peak. Dante's Peak or Volcano, right? I yeah. remember Volcano because the best Which one was the one where they're, like, the grandma has to push the boat through the lake and it's so acidic it, like, eats her legs <laughs> off to the bone? I don't know. Totally I realistic. Know. <laughs> I think that <laughs> no, might be man. Volcano. No, the best part in Volcano is where, like, it's the, the couple getting sexy time in the hot spring and then all of a sudden it heats up too much and just <laughs> fucking vaporizes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Mount St. Helens is located in Skamania County, Washington. I would like to call it Ska-mania. Hell yeah. Lots of people with uh, horns. That's skanker very the upbeat play. tempos. It is about 50 miles northeast of Portland and 96 miles south of Seattle. Hmm. And while it's most known for the aforementioned eruption in 1980, which we'll get to in a minute, it has also been known to been home to some well-known Bigfoot activity. Yeah. He likes Washington. He's all over that place. He's Cascade like, keep it weird, man. Yeah. Portland, man. Yeah. <laughs> Pacific Northwest, man. <laughs> 
PNW. PDX. So now the Bigfoot's just a giant stone California stoner. Yep. yep. There you go. Scooting up the West Coast to mm. Portland. Now, the most popular of which is probably the Battle of Ape Canyon <laughs> in 1924. Hell yeah. Is this where uh, Battle for the Planet of the Apes starring Woody Harrelson came from? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. I don't, The title's so long. I don't even know what it fucking is. The Woody Harrelson one? Yeah. The Battle for the Planet of the Apes yeah. Part 3 or some shit. I don't know. Part 2 Electric Boogaloo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, at the Battle of Ape Canyon in 1924, there were five gold prospectors. Mm. Fred Beck, Gabe Lefevre, John Peterson, Marion Smith, and Smith's son Roy, who had described coming across a group of gorilla men (laughs) near where they had built a small cabin for their gold hunting adventure. This guy could just be straight up racist. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, right now. I mean, the times were right for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he could just be referring to native people as gorilla men. Or just black dudes that are just <laughs> that like walking around. <laughs> now, they claimed they were eight miles from Spirit Lake when they encountered four of the giant animals moving through the forest with erect human like strides. They are covered with long black hair, the Oregonian <laughs> reported, relating the descriptions offered by the men. Their ears are about four inches long and stick straight up. They have four toes, short and stubby. <laughs> the witnesses estimated each animal weighed about 400 pounds. Wow. Excellent. That's a big boy. That's oh, a yeah. Hefty boy. <laughs> Shocked by the sight of the creatures, Beck fired his rifle at one of the creatures and struck it three times. Oh, fucking asshole. Right? <laughs> After being hit, the creature stumbled off of a nearby cliff. <laughs> wow. This would prove to be a real bumblebutt move by Beth. Yeah. Later that night, the creatures returned to the cabin, seeking to avenge their fallen brethren, <laughs> and began pounding the cabin with large rocks and tried to ram themselves through the walls and doors. Whoa. Good for them. Hell yeah. Eventually, they tore a hole in the roof <laughs> and made it rain stones in the house. Hell oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say they made a glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone left satisfied. <laughs> Most of which were targeted at Beck. Yeah, because he fucking deserves it. Yeah, he killed so, that guy. So this Beck is like the singer Beck. Yeah, Remember I'm that? a loser, baby. <laughs> so <laughs> why don't you kill him? me? And mm-hmm. they took it seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One finally hit him on the head and knocked him unconscious for two hours. As the sun started to rise, the creatures vanished. The only evidence of the creatures that remained were the stones outside the house and one big-ass footprint. Wow. Just one? There was like five of them fucking <laughs> shop over there. Uh, yeah, no, they only found one. They so. were ramming themselves in. I know. It, it's interesting that they maybe they covered their tracks and just missed one. They, maybe they wear socks. The, if they're that big, it's very clear they could literally just rip them limb from limb, probably. Yeah. yeah. But instead, they just throw rocks at. Them. Yeah, they broke through the roof and yeah. threw rocks in there. Yeah, and probably no. left them a steamer on the yeah. door. Yeah, it's a log cabin. Yeah, six big feets are going right in. <laughs> So now, the story that I'm just enthralled by and absolutely love, it is about the aftermath of the 1980 Mount St. Helens eruption. Yeah. So, on May 18th, 1980, a devastating natural disaster created an entirely new landscape across a specific portion of Washington State, which, as I have already said like four times, Mm -hmm. Mount St. Helens erupted. Mm -hmm. 
It killed more than four dozen people as well as thousands of wild animals. Within the domain of cryptid ape investigations, there are long-standing rumors that the calamitous event also took the lives of more than a few oh. big feet. Something which allegedly elements of the U.S. government and military sought to keep under wraps. Sounds right. Of course there has to be a conspiracy <laughs> about it. Hide right. all the Bigfoot corpses that people can't handle this. we got to get them in the plastic coffins <laughs> down the train yard to the FEMA Bigfoot camp. <laughs> There are stories that the entire operation to recover possibly five or six big feet from the pulverized remains of Mount St. Helens was coordinated by the United States Army Corps of Engineers. The USACE notes that its role is to deliver vital public and military engineering services, partnering in peace and war to strengthen our nation's security, energize the economy, and reduce risk from disasters, sir! (laughs) In other words, the USACE would indeed have been the ideal body to have played a central role in the recoveries. Makes sense. They're real good with big-ass toys and shit. I'm so confused why they would care about fucking Bigfoot bodies. They gotta gotta save the American public. Like you said, they're the harbingers of chaos for the aliens. Okay, alright. They are the agents of doom. (laughs) Several of the bodies, Bigfoot researchers have been told, were reportedly found on the 105-mile-long Cowlitz Rivers, in the Cascade Mountains. Military Chinook helicopter. Chinook! Have you ever played Army Men uh, air, air Attack? Army Men helicopters for th- N64? Yes. When you pick Chinook, it goes, Chinook! And I, I, say, I have to say that every time I hear the word Chinook. If I remember, those are uh, pretty bad games, right? Awful. Okay. Awful. Terrible. Did they have one... That came out kind of early on in the 64's life. Army Men Sarge's Heroes. Okay, yep, yeah, 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 I remember that game. Oh, yeah. That game is fucking horrible. Terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Terrible. So military Chinook yes. helicopters were said to have been flown into the area and later exited with the corpses of several large, hairy, ape-like creatures hanging from powerful nets strung underneath the helicopter. What the fuck? This is supposed to be a fucking sneaking mission. Why are they just fucking netting just, them below? I just picture a giant net just full of Bigfoot corpses so going across there. The hair's dangling like, in the wind. Shit and rocks flying everywhere. There's actually like a drawing someone did of like the Chinook with like the net with like limbs hanging and it's kind of cartoony. It's awesome. I'll send it to you to put it That's Insta. amazing. That's so good. That's the worst their destination remains unknown. <laughs> <laughs> Just follow it. It's a fucking giant okay. hairball. So by the year, could it be that uh, President Taft just wanted to eat him? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I don't even know if he's the president. In 1980, yes, yes. Maybe that he just preferred that. to eat monkey corpses. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You got it right there. <laughs> Died in a bathtub, ate monkeys. You got it. <laughs> That's how I want to go out. <laughs> In 2012, a story surfaced from a former National Guardsman who maintained that he was actually on site when at least some of the Bigfoot recoveries occurred, under cover of extensive secrecy. Incredibly, he claimed that not all of the retrieved Bigfoot were dead. Some were burned and injured, and a few critically so. Wouldn't he be, have to be like fucking eight years old when he was on the base in 1924? This is 1980, bro. 
Oh, this is the most intelligent. This is where people 19, hate you. This is why I thought we were in 1924. No, we no. were in 1924, okay. and then I made it very clear we're in 1980. <laughs> so I did every... a whole paragraph so... about Mount St. Helens. You're kind of cunt. So there's cocaine everywhere. Uh, Maybe this is yeah. where cocaine gave him grinded up Bigfoot bones. Definitely. Probably. <laughs> Definitely. Particularly outrageous is the claim that the military had assistance from one or two unharmed big feet that helped guide military personnel to the site where the injured hairy giants lay. Wow. So this is <coughs> this is just like Jon Snow getting the giants in Game of Thrones to help right. him out. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So now I'm going to read everybody the letter that he wrote. Do it. So he wrote it to... a guy who runs a Bigfoot blog, so it's going to start out with him greeting that person. <laughs> Dear Sean, I was reading some of the stories about Mount St. Helen on the message board and wanted to share this one. I only ask that you withhold my name. The message board. That's not a good sign. No, I'm, these are the best. Well, this was a like email or letter that he wrote to the dude. You don't want the government after No, you got to be on the message board. I was a National Guardsman at the Mount St. Helen site. And this is the first time I have ever spoken about what I saw firsthand. I lived in Spokane, Washington, and was 24 at the time this all took place. Mm. Not eight. Mm. <laughs> and it's not 1924. <laughs> I know, Cody, is him being 24 going to make you think it's 1924? It could be. It's, it's getting very confusing for we me right now. We need a big now. light up sign here that just says what year we're talking about for Cody. <laughs> I have read some of the other stories, and they only tell part of the story. I was placed on a special cleanup crew farther up the mountain. A large tent was set up and it was to be guarded by armed soldiers who were not part of the guard. Mm. <laughs> there were numerous soldiers on the scene that were not members of the guard. We were given a briefing by a soldier who said that after he spoke to us, we should we would forget about him and what he said at the end of the mission. Mm. This was strange as we never dealt with anything like this before. Myself and four other guardsmen were told to follow a group of soldiers and not to speak to each other and remain very quiet overall. We were told to get into a jeep and wait. I think they're going to be molested. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> we sat in the jeep for maybe a half hour. Eventually, another jeep arrived carrying a civilian and another member of the military. The civilian was brought into the tent and he emerged a few minutes later followed by a, a large, hairy creature... It looked like a man covered in fur, what? and the best way to describe it was like Beast from X-Men. I was just going to say, brown. is this like a Beast fan fiction Whoa. or what? <laughs> That's all I can think of. The creature looked to have some burns and had a bandage on its arm. Uh -huh. At first, we were afraid, but when it walked by, we could see its eyes, and it just looked very sad and somber. Mm -hmm. He climbed into the back of a pickup with the civilian, and the two were speaking in a weird language I had never heard. It would cough at times. That's a very important detail. Okay. <laughs> He's grabbing his balls. <laughs> we followed the truck to a different area. We were There were five total stops. Each time we stopped, we were told to follow the civilian and the creature. Each time we followed them to a rocky area where there were caves, the creature would make a sound and then listen. At the first area, he made a sound, and we all just waited in silence. After a few minutes, the creature looked at the civilian and then at the ground. 
The R. civilian <laughs> at one point touched its shoulder and called for a canteen to give the creature a drink. <laughs> mm-hmm. Canteen or flask? Who wants to take bets? Oh, do you think they're getting him wasted? Oh, he's got to cope with sadness. I know. He's looking for his family. Well, it's, it, yep. Okay, if it's 80s, he's getting a line. Okay. He's yeah, doing yeah. a line it's of It's cocaine ball. mixed with bourbon. <laughs> yes. The same thing happened at the next area, but this time there was a response to the sound. After a few minutes, two soldiers emerged from the cave carrying a badly burned creature just like the one with the civilian. The creature bent down next to it and it looked it over for about five minutes. It then spoke softly with the civilian. It turned around and walked back to the truck and we were told to follow where we were to follow as we were walking away. We heard a shot, and we knew mm. it was one of the soldiers putting the creature out of its misery. Hey, mercy killing, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There was no response at the third or fourth sight, but at the fifth, there was another return sound to the creature. This time, it was different, and the soldiers carried out a creature with a v- badly burned left leg. We were then ordered to all help get the very large stretcher from the truck (laughs) and to help place the creature on it and carry it back to the truck. Get the double XL stretcher. We're going to need a bigger stretcher, boy. (laughs) We then immediately returned to the base camp. The creature was carried into a tent while the other creature and the civilian spoke. We were ordered to stay in the jeep until we were to be debriefed. As the creature turned to walk into the tent, it looked at us and made a waving gesture with its hand. We took it as a thank you for what we had done. By the time we were ordered out of the jeep, we were all in shock. We were called over to an area to be debriefed, and it was just strange. I will never forget what was said, because it was just not what was expected. I thought I would hear, you took an oath and now you need to live up to it for your country, with a threat also implied. A different, higher-ranking soldier just said, Look, do you all really want an explanation? You saw what we were doing. These creatures live in these areas. They mean no harm and want to be left alone. Do you really want to do anything that may cause them trouble? Hmm. They are just like us in a lot of ways. If you need or want to talk about this, just wait about 30 years. By that time, there will be likely no reason to keep them a secret. Oh. So this was Timmy's eighth grade creative writing paper, yes. right? Okay. Shit, man. Well, I love it. I love yeah. the narrative, though, because yeah. it's like... We were it's then... Good. They're just people. Yeah. They're just people. They're big, hairy fucking people. Yep. And in 30 years, racism's going to end. Tell the <laughs> and world they're gonna about And they're going to be coming out. That's right. Yep. Okay. All On right. the national stage. So he didn't really help any of them. He just watched from a distance. Well, they assisted in the recovery. <laughs> I mean, they got the giant stretcher. Yeah, come on, Cody. They mercy killed one of them. <laughs> All right, Jordan, continue with your letter. We were then ordered back to the guard camp because they were breaking it up so nobody saw too much and knew everything that happened. We did not speak of it, and after a few months, I just took the attitude that these things live out there, and honestly, my life is no different because of it. Sure. I only bring it up now because people have been writing a lot about Mount St. Helens, and I believe that the whole story should be told. I will also say this. I like to camp and hike and have done so many times throughout the Northwest. Every time I would look for signs of these creatures, tracks, listen for sounds, etc. I never saw or heard anything other than what I did that day on Mount St. Helen. Wow. Very convincing. How do you... Do you believe them? No. No, (laughs) but I like it. But it's on a blog. No, this was a letter written to an expert. This is like a hello editor... 
Exactly. Yeah, Two they found each other on message board. They were probably uh, in communication with each other and then uh, sent them a nice mail. I got to say, the internet is wonderful for bringing crazy people together. Uh, I think it stops a lot of murder <laughs> that could happen. I do think that's right. Because people that are like have <clears throat> desires, strange desires, hopefully they can see that they're not alone. They right. have a community of other... I keep you, wanting okay, to say like weirdos, but it's not Do you not think fair. we're going to hit rock bottom where we're going to be writing fictional blogs on a website? Just I, to just, make- <laughs> I think we get all of the... <laughs> attention scratching we need from this podcast right, i don't think right. it's ever yeah. gonna i don't think we're ever gonna fetishize to a point where we need to write our own letters right. for yeah. validation i think right. this is enough <laughs> we found our lane yeah yeah we found our lane and we're staying in it i love bigfoot okay. bigfoot's awesome i think there's a possibility he could be real but this guy i i don't know i'm a little i'm a little cynical on him right now i'm a little pessimistic you should be cynical well, on all of them then <laughs> would you like to hear another account to help Possibly yes, sway please, you. Yeah, please, yeah, I would. Please All sway right. me. Yeah, I absolutely would. So this next one comes from a Mr. Bradshaw, whose uh, father was a supervisor Terry. for Weyerhauser. Do you guys know what Weyerhauser is? Negative. Sounds It German. is a giant lumber company based in the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Mainly okay. around the Mount St. Helens, Seattle, Portland area. Big flannel farmers up there. <laughs> yes. And this example and excerpt comes from Linda Coyle Succi's book, <laughs> Who's Watching You? An Exploration of the Bigfoot Phenomenon in the Pacific Northwest. Wow. Excellent. I like the title. After the alum... And, yeah, so this is Mr. Bradshaw talking about his dad. Cool. After the eruption, he was sent to the Spirit Lake area to help keep the curious folks out of the way of a helicopter landing zone that was hastily constructed. He describes how the National Guard collected the carcasses of dead animals in, in heaps and piled them up high for eventual creation via napalm. Deer in one, elk in the other, and so on. He said creation, it's cremation. Did oh, you say creation? fuck, I, I coded. I coded. He did. So, the corpses were covered with tarps. Mr. Bradshaw was placed in charge of one pile of dead animals in particular. The pile was covered and no one was allowed to come near it. Armed U.S. National Guard personnel were guarding the pile. On that day, they were going to move this group of bodies. Bradshaw was standing cl- very close to the pile and was told to keep his mouth closed about what he was going to witness. When the tarps were removed, he was amazed to see that the bodies were those of Sasquatch. Some badly burned and some not. They were placed in a large net and lifted into the back of a truck, which was then tarped over. Bradshaw asked the guardsman what would happen to the bodies, and the guardsman replied, They'll study them or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. It's like other stuff. You don't ask. (laughs) Later that day, his father and the rest were debriefed, told not to talk about what they had witnessed there that day, and sent home. Another two accounts in the the Suchi book deal with dead Bigfoots and Mount St. Helens. Yeah, one details the dredging in the Cowlitz River two months after the blast. That's where the Chinook came and carried them out. Netted them away. Yep. Uh, the other was from a man visiting an aunt who lived outside of Spokane near Fairchild Air Force Base. He saw a large double rotor helicopter fly sure. overhead at about 100 to 150 feet, with again a cargo net hanging below that contained at least three dead Bigfoot bodies. So all of America saw them, basically, flying around is what happened. Yeah. They all saw them. But everybody should talk about it. Yeah, they really should. They Harry, should. I agree. 
Harry, grayish-coated arms and legs were seen. I got a real good look at them, said the witness. He reported the sighting to several federal agencies, and threatening phone calls were returned a few days later. There were no Bigfoot or Sasquatch pots in there. So, there we have it, boys. Uh, the Bigfoots of Mount St. Helens. I did as much research as I could and collected all the most convincing ones for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was like, okay, we have to get multiple accounts from different people who mm -hmm. aren't connected to each other. Yeah, right. But they all have a very similar through line. Large ape-like bipedal creatures were seen in one way or another. Mm -hmm. So, in your theory, like, what do you think the government wanted to do with them, Jordan? I think they wanted to study them. Is Okay. So, do you think it erupted, this is the first time they've seen them, or this is the first time they're in a vulnerable spot where they can get close to them? It seems like the... It seems like the the military were already in on it. Like the, obviously the lower yeah. grunts, like the guy that wrote the yeah. letter there, he yeah. wasn't. But it seems like everybody else, like the higher ups, were like, do you really want to tell people about this? These guys are just living out here. They're just doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. What, it seems well, like they known about them. And the okay. fact that a dude who was just a supervisor for Weyerhaeuser got brought right. in, like, okay, right. you got to have someone with no connection and shit. And those I boys know the land, too, so yeah, it and, makes sense. They would have come across them. he had to be debriefed afterwards. Like, if it's just regular animals, yeah. why the fuck would you have to get debriefed? It's like, yeah, you just fucking, you were in charge of well, sorting out fucking animals. You're napalm and deer now. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. First off, every natural disaster has to have the owner of a lumber company accompany any uh, rescue mission. That is true. Um, that's in the military guideline. It is. You gotta call in Lumberman McGee. No. <laughs> See, I didn't know that. Well, he's uh, not even the owner. He's just a supervisor for the company. Well, even more important then. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, I don't know. This is a very interesting story. I've literally never heard this story at all. Obviously, everybody in the world knows fucking Bigfoot. Yeah. Yep. But as far as, like, when you initially told me, I thought you said the Bigfoots were helping the government. Well, there I was, guess they kind there of There was were. the one that was helping them, like, going to the five sites and doing call and response. I wish they would have gave them some of them a name besides just Bigfoot. Yeah, like Clarence. Like yeah. Harry. And the Henderson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They probably should have just gone to the Henderson household. Yeah. He could have been very helpful in this. So, in the end, how... Is this enough to convince you this actually happened, Jordan? Oh, absolutely. You were a big cryptid boy. Yep. Um, I love cryptids too, obviously, but... I am a big believer in Bigfoot. Something I actually want to do is there have been a few Bigfoot sightings in northern Minnesota, kind of oh, yeah. like... Anywhere where there's a lot of woods, more that's where they Iron Range out. and Gunflint Trail are, like, sure. the two hot spots, so sure. I really want to go up there and just, like, spend a week camping trying to find one. What, what do they call it? The Temperate Rainforest? Yes. I think that's where they're that's from, our like, climate. Canada, yeah. and, uh, yeah, anywhere there's a lot of trees and shit. Actually, Netflix had a really awesome documentary about this guy. He... He claimed this one spot in like super northern Canada was like one of their main hubs. So he'd he'd go up there by himself and he had all these cameras and it would show the Bigfoots like throwing shit at him and he'd put apples on a little thing and then he'd see a little monkey hand come grab. Of course, sir, it's so out of yeah. frame you can barely see it. Mm -hmm. Then he'd put on his ghillie suit and he'd record them and they'd be like hiding out. There. It was kind of neat, but uh, 
Could be just robots or something, too. <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. Or like a puppet hand. Yeah. It was just funny. He, it was like pitch black. There's a little log with three green apples. You just see this t- tiny little monkey hand grab it <laughs> and then pull it back. Like, are they that slick or what? And then he'd be like, we got an angry male in our, to our north here. He's very aggressive. He's, he's warning me not to get near his women right now. <laughs> no, but it... Uh, I love Bigfoot and yeah, uh, Bigfoot's awesome. You want to believe. If if there's any cryptid in the world that you were to believe in outside of giant squids, then That's gotta be the one. I think Bigfoot's probably number two because it's I don't know. It just seems like even that uh Les Stroud guy, is that his name? Yeah. yeah. He's uh he's a big believer in him. It just seems it seems the most possible. It seems yeah. the most likely. Yeah. Like it's a combination of like a big bear, big monkey whatever but it's like that's possible well, the the weird thing is that, that they actually have proof you know long ago they actually had a creature that looked exactly like bigfoot i can't remember the name of the fucking thing oh like i know exactly what you're talking or whatever about. yeah and it literally was native to north america sure um i think it's hard for humans to believe there could be anything with a comparable intelligence that they have well that opens like, up yeah. a lot of other questions though. yeah because yeah. that does. means intelligence isn't that like, consciousness and intelligence isn't that special or unique. So you think yeah. if we found a creature that was just as smart as humans, that would make us feel less special? It would throw a lot of things that are considered set in stone, like, out yeah, the fucking true. window. So you think that's a big reason why humans, they couldn't and handle that could the be truth a big about way, aliens? That could be a big reason why the government was so, you know... But then you're insinuating the airtight on this. The government's smart enough to know how people are going to act. Exactly. I, I don't exactly. know if I trust. Well, I mean, that. you got to look at Area 51 too. Yeah. Aliens there and shit. It's like, a military base. You know how the government. I think it's a you base. know the government shut down. I seen that on Instagram. People are like, well, I'm just going to march in Area 51. They Give can't stop me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah go for it, buddy. Have fun. <laughs> Give that a run. Let's play a game to see how far you can run in there before you get blown away. Can you please Twitch live stream yourself? Because <laughs> yes. so I, I would love to follow your progress. Oh, shit. Jonathan made it eight feet. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's send up uh, Jamal. Next speed Get runner. a running start. You can get 10. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Area 51 done quick. Maybe if we run Quick, both. bring in the Olympic long jumpers. If we run two Oh, they got him in midair. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> God. I don't know. It's a great story, though. Yeah, awesome that was story. fucking awesome. Good job, Jordan. No, I like to keep it kind of light, I, uh, minus the unfortunate dead big feet. I'm very curious what a Bigfoot would taste like now. Uh, I'm going to say similar to human. You think so? Like, yeah. Maybe. Pork, I don't know. Maybe gamey. Nobody really I, eats I, monkeys. It could be pretty so. gamey. Nobody, not too many cultures eat monkeys, so. Yeah. Listen, if you're in a pinch, you'll eat whatever. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's why post-apocalypse, I'm going to try to get Shayna off of you <laughs> so I can eat you. Yeah. She's going to lure you in here. I'm going to be already eating, and you're going to be coming in, and sh- yeah. then she's going to eat you. So She's going to like, she's gonna she's call gonna you be like, Cody said you need to come record the podcast. <laughs> and then you're going to show up. She's going to fucking eat The second I him. walk in the door, just a baseball bat to the face. You yep. probably believe that like the whole world is just shit. Nuclear winter everywhere. Jordan, can you come over here and record the podcast? Okay. okay. I don't, I don't got right anything over. else going on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am gullible. <laughs> we were well aware. <laughs> she could just be like, "Hey, and Cody even uh, got a six pack of hams for you." Probably just they're even quicker. It'll probably just be my skeleton sitting here next to him. <laughs> think nothing's left on him, and you and just, just sit like, down right here. Hey, Hold looking on, looking kind go. of skinny these days, Cody. What are we talking about today, Cody? <laughs> are you gonna send the notes, you fucking asshole? Yeah. <laughs>
The computer's busted, nothing's working. Windows are smashed, snow is everywhere. Radiation everywhere. <laughs> Listen, guys, if we don't start recording soon, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, I know. I'm, I got a lot going on today. <laughs> I think it's the divisional playoff game today. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Jordan, that was a great story. Thank Jordan, you. Thank you for that. Me, Bigfoot, me, like, <laughs> episode, me, want, raindrop drink. You remember, they don't talk. They just grunt. Well, there was uh, one YouTube video I got where uh, YouTube, a uh, YouTube, no, a man was in his cabin, and he told a story of how the Bigfoot came up and would ask him for mustard for his deer. He loved mustard. <laughs> so he'd come up and go, mustard, mustard. <laughs> Totally, totally logical. Huh. You know, animals, they, they aren't fond of mustard That's, because it's spicy. It's kind of like the one guy, that video that we would always watch at work during the auction just too many say, times. I love that fucking video. Go ahead and uh, tell everybody about it, Jordan. Bigfoot yeah. comes onto his property, and he has to go out there, and I, I went out and I run him off. I'm just, get away from here. <laughs> get. Go on, Get. <laughs> He went right up that path there. You should put that at the beginning of this one. I was just going to say. that crazy guy? Yes. All right. Perfect. All right. So with all that out of the way, uh, enough Bigfoots, mm. I guess. Enough yeah, cryptids, I guess. Enough bumble butts for today. Mm-hmm. We're going to start sending her to the exit. So please email us at bumblebuttpodcast at gmail.com. What's that, Adam? Bumblebuttpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I want you to tell us about your favorite brand of bottled water this week. Okay. I am on a hunt. I've had enough of Ice Mountain. I've really had enough. Subpar quality water. Quality water? (laughs) Subpar quality water. Subpar water quality. And the last two jugs I bought, the seal has been broken before I even took it out of the store. So I'm done. So I need a new Big bottle of water. I think I looked this up before. The most expensive bottle of water is like uh, $1,000 or something. That's a little too rich for my blood. <laughs> Walgreens store brand. I can't baby. remember what was in it. Maybe it had gold flakes in it or like some something like that. That's I, a pretty I, high price for a gold schlager. I, non-alcohol. No it's a yeah. <laughs> virgin <Yeah>. water <laughs> gold schlager. Virgin whatever. vodka. Yeah. My favorite. <laughs> Uh, also, please hit us up on Twitter at BumblebuttPod and on Facebook and Instagram at BumblebuttPodcast. Instagram, of course, being our main focus at this point in time. Mm-hmm. It's a good place to be. Plus, we're all on there personally as well. Yeah. So you can find us through Bumblebutt or whatever. Right. Uh, 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 uh. Well, guys, that's going to do it for me, Adam. And it's also going to do it for Cody. See ya. And it's also going to do it for our presenter Mm. and storyteller extraordinaire, Jordan. Thank you, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We completely forgot to mention uh, Dr. Strickler and his erotica. Was that Dr. Strickler's blog on there by chance? You know, I think we can... We'll talk about that some other time. We'll 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 get to that. (laughs) We'll talk about that next time. All right. Thanks you a lot. Thanks a lot, everybody that talks to us, everybody that listens to us. Thank you a lot. Have a good weekend, unless it's Tuesday. I want to give you all a firm, good game hat on the rear. Secret war, sure.